I just asked A-Rod this, and I'm curious about your what your day was like yesterday. I mean, you guys have been together as a staff mostly. You know, Harvey stepped in for AJ, but for, you know, the most last couple of years, and then to have everything kind of change in, in 24 hours, what was your day like yesterday? It was crazy. A lot of, a lot of mixed emotions, um, you know, with, with departures, obviously, and, and um, promotions, things changing. It's just there, there's a lot, and that's coupled with, everything that's happened in the past with guys leaving and declaring. And so it's, it's been a really emotional uh, just last couple weeks, but yesterday just really happy for coach Grimes. I mean, it, it was, um, you know, we, we weren't, I, I, I wasn't super surprised that a lot of people were, were coming after him, but I think, you know, anytime you're with someone for so long, even though you know that that reality is out there and that they could leave, um, you know, the fact that it happened is kind of where, you know, there was, there was a lot of shock there. Just super happy for him. He deserves it. I'm really excited for, for him, the opportunity he's going to have there, and, and um, be rooting for those guys, you know, except one game. That's it. What about your opportunity now as you kind of adjust a little bit as passing game coordinator as well as doing wide receivers and other things? Yeah, I'm just just real fortunate to, just to continue to try and help this this offense go. You know, A-Rod, a um, as the previous passing game coordinator, um, was so awesome with me, was, was allowed, you know, we collaborated a lot together. Um, you know, he was always great at, at, um, you know, asking me things, my opinion on things. And so I, I, I was just blessed to be, you know, a part of the passing game. And that was, that was just credit to, to, to A-Rod. And so, you know, now that I've gotten that title and, and, um, you know, I'm probably just going to take an even more active role in that. And, and, you know, I don't think we'll skip a beat in terms of the passing game, just because we've, He's been so great, you know, incorporating, um, you know, me in the past. All right, let's go with Jay Drew, uh, Mitch Harper, and Jason Shepard. Jesse, with losing uh, Dax from the receivers room, can you kind of sum up what what will be kind of the characteristics of the receivers you have coming back? Maybe uh, will you will there be any attrition? Just how will that room shape up? Obviously, Gunner and, and Neil will be your, your main guys, but who else will be out there to fill Dax's shoes? Um, you know, kind of the guys that were teed up, you know, so to speak, this this past season ready to go. Um, whether it was due to injuries from some others or, or just their performance and them doing well, guys were Keanu Hill, Chris Jackson, uh, Cody Epps, Braden Cosper. Those were, were kind of the four main guys in any given week throughout the fall that were ready to go. You know, fortunately, we didn't have to lean on a lot of those guys because uh, Dax, Gunner, Neil were able to, to stay healthy. And, um, you know, I, it, it, losing Dax, is a, it's a, we lose a lot of production. Um, but we lost way more last year with Micah, Leva, and Talon leaving. Um, and the fact that these guys were able to step up is just a credit to their hard work. And, and I feel that we can do the same thing. We're going to miss Dax. So happy for him. Unbelievable career. Um, but kind of as it's been here is, is next man up, you know, and, and see how they can roll. So Neil and Gunnar are definitely the staples um, moving forward. And through spring and summer training and fall camp, we'll see who emerges as that, that solid three and, and you know, other, other uh, guys who might be able to rotate. Fessy, is there a, a feeling of, of pressure between you and, and A-Rod to, to deliver the similar results to what this offense did in 2020? 
I think I, I kind of um, in fall camp, I remember a pressure question being brought up. It was under uh, under a uh, it was in, in a different way. But my feeling on pressure and coaching is if you don't feel pressure, you're not in a good place. And to me, that pressure is not coming because we have to replicate a season or stats or certain, you know, that, those things will take care of itself. The pressure is, is uh, comes from how much we want to give these guys, these players uh, the opportunity to continue to see success. Cause that's what it's all about. It's about them. And, and so that pressure is, is stuff, you know, we're putting on ourselves the right type of pressure that keeps you motivated and going and, and thinking about that big picture, which is the players. What can we do to give these guys a great success, successful season, help them progress and, and accomplish their goals, you know, whatever that might be. So that's kind of where the pressure is coming from. Um, you know, not so much trying to trying to replicate anything that's happened in the past. Now what becomes the, the timeline or the next steps for, the offensive staff between now and when spring ball starts in early March, what are the kind of next course of action? Cause I know recruiting still in a dead period. What, what are you guys doing between now and spring ball? That's a great question. That's a uh, a rod's pay grade. And I have not talked to him about it. We did have a staff meeting today, just about some housekeeping stuff. Um, and, but in terms of uh, our plan to get together and, and, the next step is, is going to be self scout. It's going to be watching our season. It's going to be talking about our future roster here in the spring um, and, and breaking down our season and, and talking about those things. And when that happens in the dates, I'm not too sure. And, and I'm sure, um, you know, coach A-Rod will, will let us know here real soon. Fessy, you mentioned uh, the collaborative effort and A-Rod mentioned it as well, that everybody kind of has a voice in in certain things how much does that empower you as a coach to to feel like you your voice is being heard and you can see it on the field how empowering is that as a coach it's critical i i literally it sounds cheesy but i wake up every day so excited to go to work like there um I, I, I still can't believe i get to go to work and i get paid to just do what i love and part of that is is it's not just the obvious passion i have for football it's the fact that I know my voice is going to be heard, that people value me. And I know I speak for the rest of the coaches. That's, that's the culture that's, that's there. And so what it does is it promotes this, this um, it promotes the best versions of ourselves. When I go to work, I know my, my, my coworkers are getting the best version of me um, because I know my voice is going to be heard. And, it, and that stuff, it's motivating. And, and uh, so I'm really fortunate. It's, uh, you know, it starts at the top. Kalani's provided that culture and all the coaches, Coach Grimes did a great job at that, at being really collaborative and list, not just listening to what we have to say, but really considering things and implementing on. And I know A-Rod's going to do the exact same thing. I've seen her firsthand. And so I know I speak for the rest of the coaches that we all feel, you know, our, our opinion and our voices are valued. And that's a, that's, that's a very healthy thing to have in this profession. Thanks, Fessy. I'm Sean Walker and Jake Hatch. First of all, congrats, Fessy, on the uh, promotion. Can you kind of just walk us through a little bit um, what this new kind of what this new role means for you, I guess, and and maybe in particular what it means in we know that A-Rod's obviously following Grimey as the offensive coordinator. You're kind of following A-Rod as the passing game coordinator. So are you going to sort of lean a little bit on, on kind of that experience on what you've seen out of him and, and, and still working with him. And even though you technically, I guess, have a new position, although I don't know exactly how new it is, maybe you can kind of elaborate on that too. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Yeah. It's a, 
I think it'll be a pretty se- seamless transition. I, I think I would love to come up with this magical answer of, of, of what this title slash promotion does for me. But truthfully, I think, I think, like I said, I just, I'm going to have a more active role now in the passing game. Like, you know, everything. And, and because I worked with, with a rod, um, you know, it'd be different if, if, you know, he was, he was, uh, completely involved in the run game last year. So it's, it's, I don't think there's going to be much of a, a beat that's going to be skipped. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it, I just, I guess I just have more of an active role is the best way to, to put it uh, in the passing game. And um, A-Rod already did a great job last year at, at using me a ton. And so I kind of, I kind of know what to expect now and uh, how those details though, in terms of what that, 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 that entails, we haven't really, you know, hatched out yet. Everything's happened so quick. And so if there are new things that are going to be expected of me as opposed to the last couple of years, I know A-Rod has kind of all those things figured out. We just haven't talked about it yet. Just really quickly to follow up, is one of those details uh, whether or not A-Rod's going to kick you off of the field and move you up to the booth, or have you not talked about <laughs> that yet? Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what that I, – I think he's going to um, – A-Rod likes to be, be behind the scenes, and so if he wants me to come join him behind the scenes, I'll be happy. But if he wants me to stay on the field and push that threshold of, of unsportsmanlike penalties by yelling at the refs, I'll be more than happy to do that as well. So. <laughs> Bessie, I wanted to ask you, we, you you obviously have former coordinator experience at Weaver State, et cetera, but I wanted to ask how different of a coach you feel like you are today versus what you were when you came to BYU. Uh, so much different, um, and, and that's in the best way possible. I've, I've just inquired, you know, more – I just have more knowledge. I've acquired more knowledge from brilliant minds, you know. I leaned on Steve Clark a lot as a player and as a – as an assistant coach underneath him. Um, but he's a way better version of, of himself than when I was leaning on him. And so, you know, it's, it's just, it's been so, so humbling for me to, um, to be in a room and to be around a program that I, I can just keep learning. I feel like I'm such a, such a better version um, of myself. That's what I love about this game. Um, no one's ever fully arrived. And so I just, I feel a lot more um, secure in my role as a, as a football coach um, at the division one level. And um, all of that is just a credit to coaches I've learned from and, and players allowing to be allowing me to be myself as a coach. Right. Um, Matt Biamonte and Jay Drew. Uh, Fessy, this is another uh, passing game coordinator question, but when you talk about having influence in the passing game, are we talking, is this play design, is this philosophy in terms of taking shots downfield, being aggressive? Just, I guess I'm just asking you, where do you think you'll put in uh, a specific imprint on the, the passing aspect of the, of the, the offense? Yeah, it, it's a good question, and I'll try and um, not give you such a loaded answer, but really anything that has to do with throwing the ball, any situational part of the field, red zones, third downs, um, base down passing game, anything that has to do with throwing the ball. Um, that's, that's kind of the job description of a pass game coordinator is in, on a week to week basis. Um, it's on me to take it to a rod and say, Hey, these are going to be our best passing concepts. And this is the reason why. And a lot of those things he's already going to know. And a lot of it's just going to be confirmation. There might be something that might give him good insight where he's like, you know, what? okay, I see that. There might be something where he says, you know what, I, I disagree with you on that. And that's where 
you know, that's where the collaboration comes in. And that's kind of what we've been doing to this point. And so I think that's kind of what it entails is just and any, anything that has to do with the passing game. Um, that's kind of going to be uh, my job. My role um, is to give confirmation or, or insight as to, to what I think we should do and why. Fessy, my uh, question has pretty much already been answered, but I was going to ask how involved will you be as far as choosing the starting quarterback, or will that be A-Rod's call completely? Yeah, it'll be completely his call. And and A-Rod, as he's always done, will will, will lean on other coaches just for their insight, uh, whether he has his mind made up or not, or whether he wants it. He's just – he's done great with that stuff. So, But he's going to make that call, and I won't be surprised if he if – he, um, you know, inquires about it, everyone else's opinion. All right. Any other questions for coach today? Um, Mitch Harper. Yeah, Fessy, I uh, might need some time to, to get more familiar with this group on a day-in, day-out basis, but I'm curious about the tight end since you'll be more obviously involved with that passing game. Isaac Rex comes back, and he was fantastic as a freshman, but uh, that's a room that I think – on, on the surface, it would seem like that could be a group that can help alleviate the loss of Dax Mill. What do you maybe think of, of the tight ends that are returning to help with that passing attack you guys will have next year? Yeah, they're, they're only going to get better. We saw we saw so much out of them, and Coach Clark has done an unbelievable job with that room, and I think we're just going to continue to see be- better versions of them. And, and that's without, you know, the addition of guys like Dallin Hulk or Chase Roberts is going to come back and, and could, you know, add some value as well. And so – that, that tight end room is there's a lot of weapons in there and there's a lot of, um, you know, types of personalities, skill sets, bodies that, that we can continue to, to, to be multiple on offense and give defenses a hard time. And that, that happens at the tight end position. We have enough receiving threats there. We have, we have enough maulers. They're smart. So they're, they're as critical part of a role as anyone in our offense and what we're able to do. And, um, you know, I'm super excited about, their production and their production they're uh, they're going to continue to give our offense. And you mentioned just a quick follow-up. You mentioned Chase Roberts. Will he be uh, enrolled in this winter semester or is he, is he going to be available for spring ball? How, how is that going to work? Yeah. No, he, he'll, he'll uh, join us in the summer um, getting back in, in shape and everything. So he, he uh, gets home around March, I believe, um, and will join us in the summer. So excited for him. All right. Thanks. All right. Let's take a last question from Jared Lloyd. Tess, you touched on this a little bit just about the, the the coaching carousel and things changing a lot during this time of year. I guess there's still a possibility. I don't know how what the possibility are that there'll be changes moving forward for the offensive staff. But how big – how do you describe how big it is to have the coaching continuity, be able to have the, you know, the, the same guys doing a lot of the same things? It's, it's, uh, it's critical. Um, you know, I compare it to the players and, and leaving for the NFL, for example, if you go back before our season last year, our, our, our biggest asset we had was experience and continuity. And I think what we saw a lot of this year was the product of that, of chemistry and experience. Um, and, and that's why I thought we were so successful, you know, in all phases of the game, um, and guys leave. And we had guys who had a chance to stay and guys who declared early and that happens. And the same thing is with coaching. Um, it's a luxury to be able to maintain a staff for a certain amount of time. Um, 
because of those very same reasons you see when a team is successful. And, and can guys leave and, and go go chase other opportunities? And is it going to happen? Yeah, it does. But we still have major um, stability here, and we have a lot of continuity and experience and chemistry. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm super excited, you know, for the opportunity of our, our whole offensive staff and our team um, is, is for that very reason. There's still a lot of experience coming back, and so it, it creates for a great opportunity to continue to – to keep momentum going.